Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Yes, we're here, we're in the basement, and guess what? It's still in Minnesota! Can't take it anymore! Um, it's, it's, I'm, it's, it should be over with, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit here, but that's okay. Um, I... I, uh, I'm excited, dude. Everybody's excited about the Daggers rally coming up. Um, I guess I think he's coming with, uh, some people I'll, I won't break, uh, I'll ramble about myself a little bit, but, uh, I love how Sean went full brapper status on Facebook today. Yeah, Sean, I'm calling you out on this. Like you don't like posted to every single, uh, moped group I'm in and is, I love it. Cause I see just this line of Sean, like daggers present yeah it's awesome uh everybody's excited um i also got a thing which i think is really cool they're doing this um the casserolers like new leadership is really doing a great job of being welcoming and more inviting i'm seeing um they're including people in like a meeting which is not only for club members because like it was very exclusive for a long time and like me, I'm a, I'm, I'm always an oddball kind of doing my own thing anyways, but like, I'm going to show up to that, like open to the public type of meeting. I think they're talking about like, um, their plans for Nashville and like, I guess they're going to do a caravan thing going out, to uh, I, to, um, mosquito fleet rally. sounds like, which is rad. Um, I won't be, I think I'm going to end up at LGN that weekend just because I'm going to go to LGN that weekend, whatever. I mean, that's what's awesome about the rally calendar filling up. You know, we're getting options again. And that's half the fun of it. I've really discovered is like, hurry up, get to the rally, have fun at the rally. But I like that decompression on the ride home. Like I'm, I figured this little trick out after um, going to the finish line. Hold on, folks. Got my coffee in. <clears throat> I um, figured out this little deal. Like, if you can do it for a bit on your way home from a rally and you got time, hit avoid highways. Like, I got to see a part of the country in the um, Smoky Mountains. It was just, I never would have saw if I would have been on the highway thing. And I did that by mistake. But, you know, other than that, like, but I did that on the way home from Santa Fe for like five, six hours. I took avoid highways and I saw some beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, like scenery in different part of America. I never would have saw. So like, just, you know, like I said, if you got time, I'm going to be taking deaf. I already told them I'm taking Friday and Monday off from work. Um, speaking of which I, <laughs> I can't stare at any of my moped projects for too long because I'm never going to be happy with it. And you know, this baker's dozen bike that i started last year they get it all together so i didn't do it and it's been sitting on the stand for basically a year well i start working on it like full i was like 85 percent done i was telling people nope it's not i start cutting stuff apart start redoing how i did the gas tank i'm thinking about like redoing how the motor it's i got i i hit a few friends up today uh shane and uh lee like shane Johnson, I'm like, Shane, you got to come over and talk me out of like fucking cutting this bike apart. He's like, dude, it'll be fine. Just do what your initial plans were. So like, because that's just how I am. Um, but speaking of Baker's Dozen and people who participated in it, um, our guest this week, his sons participated. And I think I, uh, Mr. Greg drove chase for him. Um, uh, but I'll just, I'll just have you introduce yourself right now. My guy. Hi, I'm Greg Clark. I'm the, uh, father of 
most of the clerks that work in a moped business <laughs> um, live in Manchester, Michigan, not too far from uh, my son, Dylan, and, and uh, my son, Andrew, and my son, Levi. My, I have a son, Joshua, in Chicago, mm -hmm. and he also is a diehard moped or two. He actually rides his probably more than any of us put together because he rides his to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I imagine in the summertime that's way more convenient in like an urban environment like oh, Chicago. For sure, yeah, for sure. Parking's yeah. a lot easier too, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. on, right on. So, Greg, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journey. I the very first time they saw mopeds, like the smile ride and whatnot, and like yours is gonna be. I'm, I don't want to prep it, anyways. Um, so, Greg. Why don't you tell us the first time you can conceptually remember seeing a moped, not necessarily getting on, but like the first time you can like understand, Hey, that's a moped. Like what was the first time you really remember seeing that? I think honestly, it was when my son Levi brought a moped home from his future father-in-law. That mm -hmm. was, it was his father-in-law's that he bought brand new in 77. Okay. Maxi. I mean, I grew up in the seventies, but, I never remember seeing that. I was more motorcycle, you know. Okay. So I I really don't remember seeing mopeds when I was young. Mm -hmm. Not even I don't even remember if scooters were a thing back then. So yeah, yeah. It was mostly muscle cars and girls. So yeah, you know. dude, I I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. did you grow yeah. up? I grew up uh, in uh, near Belleville, Michigan. It's a small town. Um, it's I'm thinking I'm going to say northwest of Detroit. Okay, so yeah, totally makes sense. <laughs> and I always try to make the puzzle pieces fit together, like, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. totally makes sense. Like, you're just a, a hop, skip, and a jump away from Detroit, the Motor City. I mean, yep. of course, nobody's going to care about these dumb little two wheel. I mean, they're just giving they're giving Camaros out for like graduation. I mean, it was, it was oh, just yeah. dealing them out, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it was kind of a rural area too that I grew up in. So um, definitely started out on mini bikes and then mm -hmm. went to uh, smaller motorcycles and then other motorcycles. And my first vehicle I rode back and forth to work was a motorcycle because awesome. I didn't have a car. What so bike did you have? It was a Suzuki TS-125. Nice. Two-stroke? Uh, yes, two-stroke, okay. yep. Yeah. So it started way back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh those old one twenty fives or I I give people a hard time about shifties, dude. I love all bikes. Like I love like even from big dresser Harleys, you know, it's not my thing, but I can appreciate mm -hmm. them down mm -hmm. to, you know, a TX uh, Tomos TX fifty. I love I love everything in between. Like yeah. It's been so many years and a lot of head injuries, but like I've jumped I've been on like old one twenty five um dirt bikes and like those things mm -hmm. are they're the key i always like my thing always is like the difference between like a 250 and a 125 like a 250 you know it's powerful and right. like right a 125 is snappy quick like it yep. will surprise you and that's what like that's yeah that's kind of some of the reason why i still don't want to get a shifty 50 like <laughs> i'm just like I may have dumped one or two or maybe got knocked out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I fell off mine quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. But like I was, um, I was 15 riding that back and forth to work. 
So that's so the, awesome on the roads. Yeah. I mean, the, um, it's interesting. The amount of stuff that you have to go through for a cycle endorsement now, mm-hmm. and then take the road tests and all that stuff. When I had my road test in, I took it in Belleville and it was probably about 20 bikes and we rode around the block with a cop following us. And they said, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> That's yeah, so awesome. A little bit, way, a little more lax back then. Yeah, yeah. Know, but, um, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's. I love those stories about how, like, just how, and I think it's a good thing that people are safe and certified oh, and stuff like that. Sure, but yeah. like, because yeah. I've heard of stories like from my aunt Julie, her dad, like him saying, "Yeah, I just told my mom to go get me a driver's license." <laughs> what? Like, and Don was like, Don's like ninety something now, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. He, he went to a hardware store and got his effing driver. Like it was like you that's paid three insane. bucks or it's just like, what? <laughs> like, okay. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. Things so, are a lot different back then. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So you're, I'm going to try to keep him straight. I know Dylan the best. Um, yep. And, He's my youngest. Yep. And it was, will you said that came home who came home with a bike from his future father-in-law? Uh, Levi. Levi. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, names terrible with faces never forget so levi like and i'm a weird person for like dates and years like do you remember like the year kind of this was uh it must have been uh probably let's see i think he's been married for like six years now okay so uh like early early 2000s okay go i was gonna say if oh my god six years like you guys have fell in very deep, but you guys are deep into it. But so how did, how did the other brothers take, like, take it? I mean, or was it just something he brought back to your house and like you guys tinkered on? Like, how was that whole progression? Yeah, he was, he was probably out of college or near out of college by then. So he, um, he brought the bike to my house because he didn't have any place to store it where he was staying. He was living Mm -hmm. in a, in a co-op in, uh, at Michigan state. And uh, so he, he brought that home and I think Dylan was still living here um, and he brought it home and we like gathered around and was like, whoa, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that just that one bike just really kind of snowballed into the whole conglomerate of moped madness that we have going on here. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, how long did it take for some of the other boys? Or oh, I think we we all had mopeds within six months. Nice, you know, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> we actually got my son uh, Joshua that lives in Chicago. We got him a moped for Christmas. Okay, and he still says that's the greatest present that he's ever got. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's pretty that's pretty awesome because, I mean, if he's anything like the rest of you guys, he's really submerged his life into the moped oh, yeah. and two-cycle mm-hmm. world or two-bike world, eh, two-wheel world piece. I can't. Right, right. Long day at work. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got signed up for Saturday. I'm just like, mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. They asked yeah. me today if I want to work Saturday. It's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was I told him pretty much. I'm like, it's not 60 degrees, so I'll come in. Like, I'd rather do it now. Yeah, and I, yeah, I. We've got a new plant, man. People don't care about me right now. We're gonna keep talking about you. Um, (laughs) so you guys start. Where are you guys finding these at this point? Is this like old Craigslist ad or like the local paper? Oh yeah, most of them from Craigslist. Um, 
we bought, we got Dylan's first Pinto, which he still has, um, from a guy, Craig Ferguson up in Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. Um, got it from him, not the shout out to him or anything, but, (laughs) um, bought it from him and that, that was his first bike. And Andrew was living with, um, living at a house over in Ypsilanti and he bought a, I believe it was a motorbike, a yellow motorbike from his roommate that he was that he was staying with, living Does, with. Did his roommate really not like him or something? No, French <laughs> bikes. <laughs> well, it was kind of in pieces. I don't know if it ever actually ran. In fact, do any picture. French bikes actually run? That's no. I'm. They do. They yeah. do. They do. Uh, I have a picture in my toolbox with uh, where we're all lined up and. Uh, his doesn't even have a motor on it. So we kind of put it <laughs> towards the end that you couldn't see. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly, mostly Craigslist. Then we, then we got introduced to, to the Chad, you know, so um, yeah. we got to know him really good and went to a few of his things and yeah, basically then it got to be like, if somebody was getting rid of it, you know, we would, they would call us if it was local around here, obviously. Mm-hmm. We don't get that kind of treatment in Kalamazoo or somewhere like that. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what was yeah. the okay? You talked about you guys all kind of getting bikes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like, where are you guys just trying to build stock stuff at this time? Are you just are you getting into performance side like early days of mopeds? Like, I'm just wondering how like how kind of the progression went for you guys. Uh, well, I think it started because it just wasn't fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, this isn't going to be fast enough. There's no way. Yeah. So then we got turned on to Treatland mm-hmm. and then it kind of snowballed from there as far as to get this kit. Okay. That kit don't like that one. And then buy another kit. Well, yeah, I like this one. What about that exhaust pipe? Yeah. I don't like that. And then get by this one. And we, we, um, all, well, mostly Levi, Andrew and Dylan, we all like look for deals on, oh, yeah. on parts. We never turn down parts. It's like ammunition. Yeah. You never turn down ammunition if it's a good deal. Oh you know, yeah. Because that's it, like today's thing is that's how it is. So with three of us constantly looking, you know, we've garnered a, quite a collection of, I mean, stuff, not as big as some people's, but, um, and we would trade parts back and forth. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I think you guys probably have a healthy collection between the three, the three boys and you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so, trying to pare it out. <laughs> that's that's what everybody says, and then the next deal, and then the next deal. Like, right? That, that's true. I had that's that. True. Um, who I was giving, I think I was talking about earlier that Shane Johnson. Like, he kind of. Re- I always jokingly say he wrecked my life because. I got, and it's a quick bike, but like I got it on, it is, it was just an 83 Hobbit with a DR, um, and a okay. Proma. So, but that was yeah. my first kitted bike I ever jumped on. I was like, and that ruined my <laughs> life. I always tell people, but like he hadn't been to my place for a year or so year. No, probably since Rona basically. And he came over, okay. picked up a pipe for me and he, he pulled up. He's like, Jim, you got a hobbit in your um, flower bed and you got one on the side of the garage. I'm like, yeah, I got one behind the garage. I got one in the basement. I go, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. But like, they, they just are, they just, supply, yeah. Yeah. It's like freaking mogwai. You can't put water on them. But, right. Um, right. 
Right. Well, if you have one, you gotta have two. That oh, yeah. seems to be the the way it goes. You mm -hmm. know. So yeah, and then performance-wise, we would get the kits and and you know we'd go from seventy, go up to seventy cc, and then have the pipe, and then uh, carbs that you know went through a lot of carbs and intakes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was some. Um, uh, that was before that we really started doing any like custom bikes mm -hmm. you know there we was just pretty much off the shelf stuff yeah um, so but yeah i mean it's it's always a question of how much more can i get out of it yeah that's always the tuners the tuners trick um yeah you talked about chad burke's gatherings or something like that mm -hmm. um a little bit ago how was that first uh, let me rewind what was your first time experiencing like moped culture other than like the nucleus of your family like first rally or ride was it chad yeah. burke's building oh, yeah. gather? yeah i think we probably went to one of his building gathers um and it was like whoa this is like ridiculous yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um and then that's that kind of introduced us to it you know and it it was for me of course i'm older so it's a lot of young people mm -hmm. and usually i'm either the oldest or one of the oldest guys there you know but everybody's always very friendly and you know and it's i always feel comfortable yeah you know going to those things um because people are very personable to you and things like that I, I don't think i've ever at any moped rally or gathering i don't think i've ever seen a single fight no that I, that I can think of you know i mean even and i've seen people pretty dang drunk <laughs> and still it's like they're they're just not there's no animosity there because they all have this core thing that they like mm -hmm. you know so it, it it um but yeah that's my introduction to the moped culture was probably one of chad's the first ones that we went to the building gathers and that's uh, something just for um the moped community because like mm -hmm. nobody wants to mess this up i mean sure right. mis sure mistakes happen and like mm -hmm. People get into arguments because somebody did this or blah, blah, blah. But right. like for the most part, like, and I've done that. I've stuck my foot in my mouth or s did the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah. And I'd see that person who was like kind of in involved with it, it, like the next thing. It's like, there's no anxiety there. It's just like, you know what? That's in the past. Let's go forward. Right. And like, right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you went to the Chadburg uh, build and gather. Did you guys mm -hmm. actually build anything besides gathering? Or... No, I, it was just just to get a, you know, a, a see what's going on. Let's see what's mm -hmm. going on with this thing here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think, um, and I believe our first one of our first rallies we went to was the Salute Your Ports. Okay. In South Haven. Okay. And uh, boy, that was a that was a trip. <laughs> I heard I've I've heard some uh, stories here and there from I know just like. It was a rad, rad time in mopeds, it and was. like, yeah. And I think I, I truly believe that you're gonna see this resurgence of people coming, either coming back or read or just discovering mopeds. Because like, yeah, that's just me being the ultimate optimist oh, from yeah. this whole deal. Because mm -hmm. people are sick of being in their houses, and like that Daggers rally is gonna be very big, and yep. I. I've offered any help to those guys that like, I don't care. Like I'll just, so you get, if you guys need anything, just ask me, I'll go do it for you. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I like to be a service to the community in my own weird ways. And like, if I need to go get somebody out of the drunk tank or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or like go get another, you know, case of beer for somebody, it's no big deal right. to me. Right. Um, right. So they always eat good at Moped Rallies. I'll tell you that. Don't you though? Yeah. And you know, yeah. like I can say I've never had, I've never had a bad experience for at moped rallies for like whether it be drink, food, or dessert, even like. Oh right, right. Yeah. Um, I was down in Nola for mm-hmm. Halloween, and I went down Lamano ride. And Scott, oh my goodness, that guy, he's a moped guy, and he did the pulled pork barbecue, and it was freaking awesome. Like, and the, and he did chicken. It was great. It was unbelievable. It was. Uh. Can't uh, can't shout out enough for Scott on that one, um, nice. but anyways, we'll get back to you and your um, salute your ports and that was an in-state rally. When was the first time I know Michigan? Like at least back then, like it was like you could probably done a rally at least twice a Every month. Every weekend, would, practically, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the first time you guys kind of got out? And you can count Chicago on this, but like the first time you really like traveled for a rally. That was that was down to um, uh, Louisville for uh, whiskey business. I think okay. it was whiskey business ten, or it was one of their last rallies. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was our first real out of state trip, and we had such a good time. Yeah, yeah. Such a great time. Yeah. Yep. Camped in uh, uh, Zach Bandit's backyard. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Now I hear. <clears throat> now you got you know you talked about your performance stuff and trying pipes mm-hmm. trying carbs and all this stuff um when did you guys really kind of see the outside world's performance if you will because like i hear stories and i still respect the hell out of them but like i hear how fast the bourbon bandits were for building bikes back in the day was that mm-hmm. um when did you guys kind of see like holy cow these people are or did you ever kind of have that eye-opening moment or like just impressed by other people's builds i should say i don't know i'm trying to word it weird oh yeah definitely you always had an eye out excuse me about um what other people were building Mm -hmm. you know you're always looking at okay now what what is that what is that bike and then Mm -hmm. okay well it's got this on it and this on it and and uh so yeah we would get a lot of our ideas from other bikes for sure Mm -hmm. to um to uh to work on our own you know to do our own bikes so um but yeah as far as how fast people would get stuff together i'm i don't know if we really paid attention to that because we're you know kind of looking at our own stuff i do know that that rally and uh, that louisville one three of us blew up our bikes the first night (laughs) that's awesome isn't that isn't that so rewarding when you drag a bike across the country (laughs) and you blow it up it's great yeah yeah Yeah. you haven't lived it's like but know what? I don't know about you guys, but like I did that in uh, Richmond this summer. Like I, I rode all over town and then I went to leave with the buzzards and <laughs> shanked a piston. I'm like, oh, my God. But like, <laughs> and know what? I still wasn't bumped. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but it's like, eh, whatever. There's no bad times yeah. in the rally. We got loaner bikes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we rode them around on, I think, on the Saturday night before we left. So, yeah. It was, uh, <clears throat> they were real accommodating for us. Yeah. So, yeah it was interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> at what point, 
I know you guys have really fallen in love with derby bikes. Um, <laughs> what at what point did you guys kind of discover those? Because I mean, Andrew. okay, that was Andrew. Yeah, he he got the first derby, and it was a variant sport. And I remember riding it. I think actually the first time I rode it was at the at a Goshen rally. Um, one of the last ones they had down there mm-hmm. and I wrote and it was like, yeah, it's okay. Not that impressed. Yeah. I'll stick to my Magnum. Yeah. Um, Cause uh, my Magnum was my main rally bike at that time. And uh, so it's like, yeah, this is, this is okay. But then somehow we decided that, you know, these derbies are actually the ones to have. Mm-hmm. So, and then I don't know. Andrew ended up with like seven of them or something like that. And Dylan had few and I had four or whatever. And <laughs> like, next thing you know, we're like, they're the Derby guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but I don't know. And they're not that it's not that they're any easier to work on because they're a little more complicated than like an E50 for sure. They're There's still a, a moped. Longer. They break just the same people. They, like they still do. They still do, yep. Although I think they do tend to be more bulletproof for some reason. I don't know why that is. They're a stout built bike, and like I give, yeah. I finally kind of let it out to a few people, like because I would bust people's chops up here in Minnesota, like mm. boom, because like there's a lot of people with derbies up here. There's like always five to six on our rides. Like it just there's oh, wow. a lot of derbies, and like yeah. I give people a hard time, like you know, it's a scooter. Oh my goodness. They, uh, right. And it's right. like, I don't care. Like I I'll, I've gone on scooter rides. Okay. Like I don't care what you ride, but like people actually thought I was serious. And finally I let it out to a guy. He's like, cause I was talking to somebody who was thinking about selling this variant. I'm like, well, yeah. shoot me a number out. And guy goes, this Luke, who's a captain. He goes, I thought they were scooters. I'm like, Luke, I really <laughs> don't give a shit. If you haven't figured it out. Like, right. Right. It's but, still a moped. It has pedals. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. My revolution doesn't have pedals, but yeah. they accept it. I was so if I hadn't had like four other irons in the fire that what was Dylan selling this uh winter that like scooter looking derby the that DS fifty. The oh yeah. I wanted that. Like I had talked to Dylan, I'm like, is it sold? He's like, not yet. I'm like, oh, <laughs> That was actually mine. And then I traded it to him for something else. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, (laughs) I think Jared from the zeros ended up with it. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So maybe I'll I'll, super happy. Oh yeah. Super happy. Maybe I'll just have to get, keep feed Jared's beers one night and I'll get a deal on it. No, Jared, I'm joking. (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't take advantage of you like that. My guy. Um, But (laughs) So you guys got into derbies and like, how do you, a, you hear some people, like, I know there's a few dealers around, but like in the Midwest, I don't feel like they were naturally here. So like, how did you guys start discovering? And I'm willing to be proven wrong. Anybody, if you can show me a dealership or something like that, like I've heard of a few dealers around, but like they weren't really popular in the U S how did you guys mm-hmm. even come across some weird Craigslist ads or dose or, um, I think Andrew actually bought one from 77 mopeds. Okay. <clears throat> he bought, I believe he, that might've been his first one that he bought from them. It had, they had 
they had one and they had it on sale and and it actually came to his house eventually you know so um but yeah mostly it's by word of mouth or craigslist ads or or a lot of uh marketplace mm-hmm. you know? right on um sometimes word of mouth people know that that we like to buy them so yeah. a lot of times they'll ask us first before yeah. it goes out to the general public but that's is that's kind of a problem to have when people start asking hey do you want to buy this it's like and you're at that point you're like i don't need it anymore and they're like yeah. oh it's a deal and i think you may and we're all guilty of this the deal yeah. it's like it's yeah. not a deal it's more crap that you're gonna put in your garage or your basement it's like yeah ugh. yeah i like, got a whole cargo trailer full of them out there <laughs> <laughs> Not all derbies, but no. there's a few, but uh, yeah. Yeah. They tend to take over your life mm-hmm. for sure. D- yeah, definitely. Care. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so that Louisville is the first one, um, <laughs> first long distance. What's the farthest yeah. you guys ever gone? And not, I'm not counting like Bakers or anything like that, but like, what's the furthest out you've ever traveled? I think that's probably it. Okay. Um, we try, we were trying to do, um, like when we were really going into the going to the rallies, we were trying to do one out of state one a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times it it could be Ohio, it could be Ohio doesn't count. Come on, um, it has to count for us. It's another state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Chicago, which doesn't count yep. either. But no, know. that's yeah. I'm just getting, busting your chops. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we we try to do try to do that. Um, and then it got to point where it was logistically getting tougher because mm-hmm. um, a they were starting to get significant others. Yep. So that kind of put uh, I don't want to say it put a damper on things because it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You know, they're they're uh, and they're both well they're all married so and they they all um, totally understand and it's never been an issue like no you can't like no you can't go or anything yeah. like that so i mean i have to ask my wife if i can go so yeah yeah and it's um, and you guys are probably pretty good about it like giving them plenty of notice not like oh sure it's thursday yeah. i want to leave for a rally tomorrow like yeah. right 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 so that's usually not an issue but yeah and then um so yeah we tried we we're trying to do that for a while and it was fun you know, you meet different people from different clubs and stuff like that. But we would always try to come back and, and do the core things like Kalamazoo. We do MCR. Um, we would try to do the, you know, the local things also. So, and it's like I said, a lot of times it's, it gets pretty, um, the schedule gets pretty filled up pretty quickly. Yep. And then, you know, you have our, our family vacations and stuff inside of those things. So yeah, it's, it's, gets busy after a while. Oh yeah, it definitely can be. And you yeah. pick and choose what you want to do. I that's mean, that's exactly it. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know, it seemed like in a 30 day period, that moped rally calendar all of a sudden pff, just got oh, really yeah. full really quick. And it's like, yep. and it seems like it's really loaded in the spring and really loaded in the fall. It, the fall is filling up quick, but it's, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's just like, ah, oh, I want to do this one, this one. Oh, we'll see what, <laughs> we'll see what my moped budget allows me to do. Uh, right. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, with the price of gas nowadays, you really got to be careful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Choose, 
it, it, it is what it is. So. Exactly, and that's the thing about it. It's like nothing I can do about it. Like that's right. That's right. Yeah. You can't. You can't base your life upon that, or you'll never go anywhere. So, it, oh yeah. yeah, especially like people are, especially people in the moped community. I think we. I say it every week. People are itching and just like oh. I've got. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point now where like I have to get out of state now like once a month i have to go drive for like three or four hours like it's just very it's relaxing for me gotcha gotcha yeah yeah um so not to rush into this part of the story too quickly but um what what was the first time you you guys did bakers last year and Mm -hmm. um when was the first time you guys even thought about doing it because there's uh-huh. the iteration. The first iteration was pinball, obviously. Yeah. And did you guys yeah. ever think about doing one of those? Or I think we had seen it, um, but really didn't really consider it a whole lot. Because it's it's a major time commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, for to take a week off for that is is hard when you have families and stuff that rely on you're to have your time for other vacations yep you know so yeah it was it was a major time commitment um i think that um when we saw that it was going to be like near us is that that was the main thing Hmm. that was when i think um and it was mostly andrew and dylan were mostly like yeah i think we should we can do this and it's like, okay, well, I'm taking my Harley, so <laughs> I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll drive. So, yeah. but yeah, that and that's kind of how that worked out is that we just decided to go. And then the next thing was like, okay, we're going to build a bike. It's like, okay. So, and that's where that Baker's bike started coming around. Okay. And what was, <laughs> so what was your initial thought of all of this? Was it like, you guys are nuts. You guys it's. Well, yeah, (laughs) that's a, that's a like, yeah, you're not supposed to ride that far on a moped. It's just, no, no, they're not made for that. No, not made for that, but they're surprisingly reliable. Um, pretty much. Yeah. If you're not twisting them to like 9,000 RPMs and right, right. (laughs) Right. Well, if you have them geared properly and everything and, you know, um, the Baker's bike that that um, and it was Dylan did a lot of the fabrication on that. Um, but and we all chipped in parts and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but he did a lot of the, the actual fab work on it because it was in his barn. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that makes a difference if it's you just walk out there and you can mess around with it. But um it uh i lost my train of thought there oh no worries i was gonna ask you like so you guys got the bike together and Mm -hmm. it was you three who did it it was yeah it was yeah you dylan and andrew correct Correct. okay yeah and Mm -hmm. um what were some of the challenge like you like my little interactions i've had with you like you seem to be very like just go with the flow very you mm-hmm. know mild manner at least and i and i realize your dad you can have the stern side and all that stuff like and you're human um yeah. but was there any like challenges where like you guys were like almost at each other's throat or like you guys like was there 
what was that experience like going through that with your two boys? Because, like, obviously it's challenging. I don't care how well you get along with people. Like, that, that's got to – I can only imagine how um, draining is mentally, physically, spiritually, all that stuff. Like, how was that dealing with that? Honestly, I don't think we ever argued at all. That's awesome. You know, we, we – uh, the boys all get along great, which is surprising for, you know, um, for families nowadays or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think um, the only the only time that I think we came close to throwing in the towel on that Baker's is when we we're on the side of the expressway and that the bike just wouldn't go. It was the day after it poured down rain. It ran all day, just fine in the rain. And the next day it just would not go. So okay. it was spit and sputter and then Andy pulled off on the shoulder and, and it's like, cause I was following with Dylan and, and uh, it's like, they tore that thing down, tore the whole top end off, put it back on, took the ignition off, did this, did that. And finally got it going. Um, and it ended up being the CDI box was waterlogged. Okay. So once they got that thing going, they, they took off, but it, it was that was probably the closest that we came to putting the bike in the trailer mm-hmm. and uh it was like you know i think we can do this let's just let's just not throw it in yet you know we got time we mm-hmm. got all day we got all night yeah so um and i think you know then we kind of stood back and calmed down a little bit and but uh yeah it was um there was never really any i mean i i uh would cook breakfast and dinner so i was like cook and then because they were thrashing on the bike so we would get to the next stop they'd thrash on the bike we'd set up the tent i'd cook food they'd eat we'd go to bed get up repeat so yeah it was um it was quite an experience i really really enjoyed it and i'd certainly do it again certainly do it again that's awesome. Yeah. It sounds like everybody's asking Dylan, are you going to do this here? No. <laughs> like, yeah, I think he's still got some PTSD from it. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's possible too. But I, I think his wife wants to do a different vacation this year. Yeah. yeah. So, Which is uh, totally understandable. Totally understandable. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I kept on telling everybody all, all year, like, I know the year I do it, it's going to be a rib on me that they're going to freaking drive, just do the entire state of South Dakota. They're just going to, and <laughs> turns out some of the route does go through South Dakota, but it goes through the mm-hmm. 2% that's cool. We're going, it's through the Badlands and by yeah, the faces yeah. and all that. So, um, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we looked at, we definitely took a hard look at it this year. Um, and I think Andrew said that it's like, yeah, it's only, it's not that far to get there, but it's a 13 hour drive to come home. It's like, oh. I think it's more, well, it's um starts in nebraska and it mm-hmm. ends in portland yeah portland right so right yeah right is it how far is that portland to uh, michigan for you guys I it's gotta know, be dude. more it's gotta it's be more than far. 13 hours <laughs> it's gotta be more than 13 hours to get home like yeah maybe maybe i know it was a long time yeah it it, it's like, yeah probably 13 hours to get there for you guys because like it's Maybe 10 hours it was yeah it's 10 hours for me in minnesota okay. and like i want to thank mars very much because i had a five-hour drive maybe six and then mm. he changed the route so love you mars <laughs> anyways um 
and which is cool because I've got a few possibilities for chase. I might do a cooperative hmm. thing or I might okay. have some people um, driving my car for me and just driving chase hmm. for me some. Sure. And I'm not yeah. going to throw their name under the bus right now, but I really would like that option because I know they'll be testing for Bonneville in the salt flats, like starting the 5th of July. Okay. So huh. I would love to go see just I know the two stroke stuffing guy isn't going to be there, but like, I'd love to just be out there while they're testing for land speed records. I think that'd oh, be yeah. cool yeah. as hell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Little off topic. My neighbor set a land speed record out there last year on a Suzuki motorcycle. That uh, is so awesome. It was under, under hundred CC class or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. it was in, he got, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. There's actually a guy in St. Paul and we can talk about whatever you want to at this point. I don't care, but like there's a guy in St. Paul and I've got to go back to a shop and we didn't do any numbers or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I, I was just riding my moped and this was at the start of Corona, like probably like a month into lockdown and everything when I just said, screw it and got out and start riding. And I saw, I know it's land speed record cars are look like the varieties of them. And this is a, vintage looking one and i saw it on a lift in an old gas station i'm like what the and i did a quick yui and turned around and like this gentleman probably about your age like kind of popped his head out i'm like what and this looks like the facade is really weird i'm not gonna say where it is in st paul but like it looks like basically like an abandoned building from the outside and then like you roll you you open up the garage doors and it's like you know, Bridgeport mill and lathe and like just the nicest uh, tool chest cabinets and just, he's got a 36 Ford. I mean, just awesome, awesome, awesome setup. And like, we can we sat and BS a bit, but like he was like 10 feet. He's like, I'm practicing social distancing. I'm like, dude, I totally respect that. That's awesome. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he thought I was his neighbor because his neighbor had his uh, two stroke motorcycle and like <laughs> just sat there and BS for a bit. And like, Never have stopped back since, just because like I didn't know where he was with the Rona oh, right. and whatnot, and just right, trying to respect right. that boundary. Right. But yeah, now that things have kind of lightened up a bit, I'll have to definitely stop back and just talk to him some more. But I haven't oh, yeah. been out. I haven't been to the Salt Flats since I was like fourteen years old, and like huh. I yeah. was just there on a fam. We're driving through on a family vacation, and I always tell people, imagine at least from the Midwest, imagine the brightest snowy day ever times about two or three. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, never been. It's on my bucket list eventually, but mm-hmm. sometime when we're out in that area. Yeah. It's a Utah's a trip because I still remember this. So, you know, in the Midwest or anywhere in the country, like they have like animal crossing signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well in Utah, I think it was Utah and it doesn't matter. It would be like deer. We'll say deer crossing 2000 feet. 1500 it'd slowly work its way down then it'd be like deer crossing and they actually have fences on their highways huh. and like it'd be just a herd of elk or deer just crossing this crossing this two-lane <laughs> highway and wow. my sisters and my mom and i are like what the this <laughs> <laughs> but um huh. so you guys dig bakers what did did you guys formally place our fifth place Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Like yeah, anybody, it, it doesn't even matter the placing. Like if I 
can get a bike together this year and i just want to be able to finish with no dns right. like that was that's the, main the goal. goal that was the main goal was just to finish yeah mm-hmm. that, that was it and it was kind of ironic that that bike would not start once he turned it off and got there it wouldn't it didn't run again mm-hmm. so. <laughs> it yeah. was it was done i guess um you guys yeah. ended up having to rebuild the motor in a campground didn't you Yep. Yep. They totally tore it all down and put new bearings and seals in it and put it all back together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. How, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was interesting. Yeah. What made you guys decide to do that? Did you feel the crank or something or? Yeah. The crank was like having a, well, the bearings went bad. So the crank was wobbling all over the place and it ate up the um, power dynamo that he was had on there for, for the ignition. And it, it the it wobbled so much that it chewed the inside of the um the stator out so oh yeah, wow it was, and it kept the the mount for that power dynamo it kept breaking the holes like where the screw where you screw it to the case mm-hmm. you kept having to turn that to, to put different screws to put the screws in a different spot wow because it kept cracking the the aluminum mount yeah, yeah. oh wow and I don't know if he had a um, a tachometer on that, so I don't know what kind of RPMs he was actually running. It'd been kind of nice to know, um, you know, like when he was at you know 45 miles an hour, what kind of RPMs are you turning on this thing? Um, and I don't believe he had. I can't remember if there was a tack on it or not. I don't think so. If there was, I don't. I don't ever remember asking what it was. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had it in Hobbit cases where I've wallowed out the bearing mm-hmm. journals, and it's like it did that. It did that too to one of the case sides, and he had to like I think Jordan had some kind of stuff you put in there, and it like glued the bearing brace into the case. That's what so, I was gonna say. Just load her up with like yeah. some red Loctite, Loctite. and send it. Yep. yep, yep. I think he had a some type of bearing stuff, um, but yeah. And then I think he, well, he ended up by the time he got to the end of the thing, they was doing the same thing again. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, yeah, I all those bikes was. were pretty um, shot. We'll say by the time you guys got to the finish line. Um, yeah. Yeah. How long? And I know you guys are a very tight knit family, but like, once you got home, did you guys like, okay, I don't want to see you for like a few days at least, or was it kind of status quo uh, with everybody? Oh, I think we were all, we were all fine. And we yeah. all went back to work. Yeah. You know, so I, I might've seen him the next weekend or something like that, but yeah. Um, uh, no, it was, we just, yeah. you know, that's not a big issue that you don't, we don't see too much of each other. Okay. I wouldn't put it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. In fact, um, I always wonder about it. So <laughs> if I don't hear from him very often, I'm calling him up saying what's going on. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's we the have, way my family you, is. Yeah, and we do have a um, we have a, a moped brothers group me. Mm-hmm. So and we have my family on it. You know, all, all the boys are on it. My wife's on it, so she can keep track of what we're doing. Although yeah. she probably <laughs> looks at it. <laughs> um, a couple other guys that um, are in our group that we don't see as often, but um, so just to keep everybody, you know, informed of what's going on, and and that's. I mean, Andrew just posted somebody in Albany had like a Magnum for 250 bucks and they're 
kids are right away. How are we going to get out there to get that? <laughs> so, <laughs> it is a never ending thing. It's yeah. The, thing. the bug definitely hasn't left in my seat. That's awesome. <laughs> what does your wife think, think of all this? Like, and let me ask you this. What, what did you guys like? You guys are awesome. And I have such respect for your family. Um, what did you guys have a thing like this before mopeds? Cause like um, mopeds seems like a really binding force in your, um, family. It is, it is. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess we were all, we've always been pretty tight knit. Yeah. Um, and I think this definitely did bring personally me closer mm -hmm. to the boys because, um, I think before we really started the building of mopeds and things like that. I mean, I, I've always been mechanical with like change the oil in my cars and, you know, do this and that brakes, whatever mechanical stuff. And then I've tried to impress that upon the boys too. Um, Levi got it right away. Andrew and Dylan are kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, and, and it's like, you can save yourself a lot of money by doing this own work. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> but then when the mopeds came along and then we started to tinker with them, that's, that's when I think things really um, started to roll as far as, you know, um, I could impress on more of like, this is how you could do it. Then we're talking more back and forth. Well, how do you mm -hmm. fix this? And what do you do with this? And get the manual out. You know, we went through a lot of manuals at first, and now we really don't use them anymore. But yeah, we still have. <laughs> so they, they yeah, who that, knows? They might was, be worth a lot of money <laughs> with some people. Those manuals, right, right, right. <laughs> um, right. What's the favorite? I know it's it's like picking your favorite boy, but like, what's your favorite bike you've owned for mopeds at least? Hmm. Cause they all do different um, things. I get it. I get it. They do. They do. They do. Um, I think I kind of break them down by like, uh, like what's my main rally bike. Mm -hmm. My main rally bike is my revolution. Okay. My derby revolution. I mean, and I, I bought that, um, from Ryan Nash down in new Orleans. Okay. <clears throat> There's a funny story that goes with that, but, um, but then my mag. Why don't you with... tell it? Why don't you tell it? Just because well, it's story time. It is. It is. So uh, when I turned 60, my wife had a, a surprise trip for me. She was like, we're going to, when, when you turn 60, we're going to go on a trip. It's like, I'm not going to tell you where we're going. And it's like, okay. And so um, she figured out this trip and I told my boss to work out yeah, and she kind of gave me a sort of a timeline, but I really don't know when that it's going to happen. And uh, so I told my boss, yeah, my wife's planning this trip for me, but I don't really know when it is. And I'll need, you know, like a few days off here and there for like a long weekend. And he's like, yeah, what? No problem. So uh, I come home one day from work. I'd stopped and gotten my haircut, came home. And my wife's like, where in the hell have you been? Cause I had my phone off while I was at the, uh, at getting my haircut. And, yeah. um, she's like, we're, we got to go there. We're leaving right, right now to go to the airport. And it's oh, like, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, what should I pack? Do I need a bathing suit? Yeah. Maybe. 
Might, you should take one. You might want one. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. Not a yeah. clue. Not a clue. And um, so we get in the pack up my stuff. We leave. And on the way, she's like, well, we have to stop at Andrew's house on the way to the airport and drop this tool off. And it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so get to Andrew's house. And uh, it's like, she gets out of the car, goes in, and then they come back out and they're carrying suitcases. And I'm like, what's going on? It's like, yeah. they're going with us. And it's like, okay, oh. awesome. <laughs> okay. So uh, we all go to the airport and we get, uh, we're going, and she's like, yeah, I'm not telling you where it's at. I'm probably, maybe I'll blindfold you going through security. I'm like, oh, no, Jesus. I'll end up in that I, room. <laughs> I don't think TSA looks up, looks well upon that. I don't care where you're going or right, who you are. Right. But the TSA people were cool with it because the ticket was on her, on my phone. And she's like, you know, I'm kind of explained to them what was going on. And they were very cordial and, yeah. you know not an issue they didn't shout out where it was so got through security and stuff still don't know where i'm going oh geez yeah going and we're walking down to the gate and uh my son joshua calls me and says hey you guys leave yet and it's like no no and she's like well he he doesn't know where he's going yet and he's like oh okay okay so okay so we uh walk down to the gate and i look and it's like we're going to new orleans awesome that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, that's great. So get on the plane, fly there, get off the plane, and uh, get off the plane. We're walking down the thing, and we turn the corner, and here's Joshua and his husband. And like, who else is going to be around the corner? <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a great trip. And before that, to back the story up a little bit, before that, Dylan and I had worked out a deal with Ryan Nash. He had two mopeds for sale. He had that Revolution, and then he also had a Variant Sport with a Start 5 on it. Okay. So we worked out a deal. It's like, okay, well, we're going to buy them. And uh, sight unseen. Yep. Um, so then uh, uh, you know, we got to, the, got to New Orleans, and it's like I said to Andrew, man, we should maybe we should try to – get a hold of him, see where he's at, <laughs> yeah, yeah. go look at him. And and my wife's like, yeah, 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 you should do that. So that's so awesome. Called, called him up. And he was literally like, uh, maybe less than a half an hour from where we were staying. Okay. So we made the arrangements. Andy and I went there, rode the bike around. Oh, that's and awesome. Then, and then came back and, uh, finished up because we were on bourbon street while we're talking to him walking oh, dude, down there carrying drinks and stuff so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uh, quite the quite the trip got to now ride was, it and then go ahead <clears throat> no i was gonna say is right was ryan in new orleans proper yes. okay yep. yep yep so uh um yeah we got back and i think about a month later we got the bikes okay from yeah, yeah. Uh, i did a u-ship or whatever but yeah yeah it was a great great thing how how much did you get to ride mopeds in New Orleans? Just that once. Okay. Just that once. Rode it around the block. And okay. Andy rode it and he said, dang, that thing's fast. So yeah. it's like, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I absolutely, and it sounds like you really enjoyed New Orleans. Oh, it was a phenomenal trip. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I fun. fell in love with that city. Like, mm -hmm. they're just... 
some character to that city that I just, I don't know. I guess it's awesome. And it was so much fun to ride mopeds in it when <laughs> smog and mono had the ride over Halloween. Um, yeah. I can imagine riding like a lot downtown or something. Cause it was a lot of people and a lot of traffic. Well, I think it was a combination. We did kind of, we went through the French quarter a bit and it okay. kind of was, eh, it mm-hmm. was, it was kind of tough going, but like for the most part, we stayed on the peripheral of like okay. bourbon and all that. So like yep. we stayed away from those areas, but like, okay, it was beautiful riding. It was technical. Cause like the roads aren't the best down there. So you really mm. had to kind of watch your game if you will. Yeah. And yeah. I can't thank Mark enough who, uh, Mark from Raleigh was going and he brought a, he brought a bike, a loaner for me. And I'm like, mm. so mm. it was just all worked out for me. Um, but that's so awesome. You got those bikes. You got those bikes down New Orleans. You got to test them yeah. down there. Yeah. Who would have thought? You know, that yeah. was that was uh, quite. But thing. that's I was mopeds. Ready to drive down there and get it. Mm-hmm. That's like, mopeds. No, that only shit always hours. happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's right. that weird connections <laughs> like that always happens in mopeds. I don't know. It's mm. just mm-hmm. you hear. It's that's not. It's uncommon for a lot of people but you hear that stuff weird stories like that all the time oh yeah i just happened yeah. to be in town and they were here and whatever right right yep yep yeah and i still talk to ryan every once in a while he asks me a question or i'll ask him something about the revolution or whatever so yeah but getting back to my favorite i think my magnum is uh one that i had done a lot of mods to mm-hmm. so um that was the one I, it's got a 80 CC. Um, it's a metric kit that was converted to a reed kit. Okay. So it's like an Autista, I guess is what it is. Um, and that was, I made it water cooled with, it's got one of the 77 aluminum heads on there. Okay. They're like unobtainium now. So yeah. Um, and I fabricated a pull start for it on a, ZA50. It's a ZA motor. Okay. So, and uh, my achievement with that is I've never seen another one. In yeah. Fact, you can't buy them. They don't make them for a ZA motor. Yeah. yeah. So it was just a, it was a engineering thing that I wanted to give a shot to. So, <laughs> so it's, it's like a lot of us, it's always the challenge. Um, yeah. Can I? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's all. We have, we have more fun building, mm-hmm. you know. And then you get to the end of the build and it's like, okay, well, what's next? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, I I go back and forth. Like I love, 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 love to ride. And like, I've got Mm. my two main bikes all done for the year. So like those are, Mm. now I'm trying to work on that Grand Prix I got. And then also that Baker's bike. So. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, but it's got, it's all hands on deck on the Baker's bike right now. Um, Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. What is your guys's, um, what's your, at least your kind of moped slash rally plans for 2022. Now that it kind of seems like things are really opening up. I, I ran into, it was so good to see you, you and the boys at the swap meet. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Yeah. I talked to you later after the podcast about a purchase I got to get from you. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but it was great to see you guys. And um, other than that, like, what's your 2022 plans? Do you have anything other? I think we talked a little bit about some of them. Yeah, well, I think um, 
Well, we're all registered for the Nashville rally, the Daggers. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Andy and Dylan and I are going to go for that. Um, I haven't, we really talked about, because we went to um, the Wizards a mm -hmm. few years ago. I think it was just before COVID, um, the Gettysburg rally. And God, that was so much fun. And I'm the Civil War buff, so riding through that was just, amazing yeah so except it's like you you zip by the monuments like zoom there's another one zoom <laughs> zoom you never get off to look mm -hmm. you know so fortunately i've seen it before but um the, uh, we talked about maybe going back to pennsylvania um haven't really sat down and and took a hard look at the dates you know mm -hmm. there's really not any that are super close to us and you know right now and, yeah yeah so because yeah, MCR kind of quit having them. Mm -hmm. or so. Well, they're doing, and I don't know if I should talk about this or not, but MCR posted it. They're doing their, them and the Zeros are doing their bike race thing. Yep. And yeah, I'm really Sunday, excited. Yeah. Yep, I'm mm -hmm. really excited about that because I'm going to, I needed something to do that weekend. Oh, so great. I, I'll be out there for that. Um, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I don't think I own a 50 CC bike though. I told him <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to bring a 50. I'm going to probably just bring my DR Hobbit and just cruise. Like, right. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I own 50. I own a 50. No, I got my two. Yeah. I got my chow. Mm -hmm. That's not running right now. Cause I got to anyways. Um, I think but my yeah. wife's maxi is the only one that's actually 50 CC still. Yeah, actually, I got a 50cc right there and there. Oh, um, there you go. See? Yeah, that that bike came from the zeros from the swap meet, that red maxi behind me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I was just seeing kind of what you guys had all planned. or what Do you have any builds you're working on right now, or are you just kind of staying, trying to keep things maintained and status quo? Um, I, do, I personally do not have any builds going on. I redid a variant sport. That was my COVID build mm -hmm. when I was off work. Um, that was the last bike that I completed. I don't, I haven't even finished tuning it yet because I just kind of moved on to other things at the time. Um, Dylan's still working on the Baker's bike. Okay. Um, he had put a new, he'd put a new crank in it and went to pull started and the crank broken half oh yeah, yeah i think i saw a post on that like yeah yeah so in treatland i mean they're really awesome and stood behind their products and stuff and sent them out a new crank and bearings and seals and stuff yeah um so yeah um but him and um him and his brother uh, or dylan and his brother levi are working on an electric moped i saw that I'll, yeah okay i'm not gonna say too much about it because that's their project yep so uh, i think it's gonna be pretty interesting once they finish it because mm -hmm. uh, it looks pretty dang cool yeah yeah no i saw <laughs> dylan was posting something and he had like <laughs> under his bench all blacked out i'm like what's under the bench dylan and then like <laughs> And then he, I think he did post like a quick little snippet video of it. Yep. Like it's Dylan saying we don't have to get into it too much. But right, right. I think that anything. Was thunder. <laughs> yeah, anything that guy, any of your boys do. Like I see, just awesome rad stuff come out of your mm -hmm. all, all their shops, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
yeah, Greg, I wanted to have you on for a bit now and kind of reached out just yesterday because I, I generally keep a good calendar and things happen. And sure. yeah, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Oh, I'm um, glad everybody, hear. thank you so much for the listens, likes, and um, keep those emails coming at secondchancemoped at gmail.com. And hit, don't be afraid to ever hit me up at secondchancepod um, on Instagram, the Facebook groups and all that stuff. Got all that covered. Um, Greg will chit-chat for a moment after the podcast, but I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. And don't forget, Greg, mopeds are dumb. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you.